Welcome to our podcast that we have on a weekly basis. This is Crossroads Podcast, and every week we get together and uh, talk a little bit about what has been spoken on Sunday to give you a little bit of a refresher. And today I am pleased to tell you and very blessed to have him with me, Scott Sims. And brother, it is good to have you today with us. It's good to be here, brother. Uh, I'm glad that you're here. And I'm glad that you're giving a little bit of extra time here with me to to um, put in to uh, little extra fine points uh, to the relevancy of, of uh, life and living uh, with some of the things that God has put on your heart uh, to that you've shared on Sunday. So thank you for, for being with us today. Well, as we get going, I like to have a word of prayer. And so I'd like to have a word of prayer over this podcast right now. Heavenly Father, we are so very thankful for your love, your grace, your mercy in our life. Lord, we thank you that you have um, given us Jesus Christ. What a gift. What a blessing. He is our Savior, our friend, our deliverer. And Lord, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for guiding us and, and giving him as a gift to us of those who have believed in Jesus Christ. So Lord, I ask that your Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, please work in the midst of this podcast and uh, help us to speak the words that you would have spoke to the lives of those that need to hear it. So on this day, they can refresh and they can renew their spirits and how you would continue to work in them in their everyday life. We love you. We thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Scott, it's always great. I met with Sam Lewis last week, and um, we had a great time with sharing and talking and laughing, and, and uh, it's always fun. Uh, Eddie really enjoys these because he gets a chance to relax. He's he's uh, gets a chance to uh, converse about the, some of the finer points of the relevancy of life, of how this pertains. And um, today, uh, as we get going, I, what I like to do is I kind of just like to have our speaker kind of give that synopsis, uh, talk a little bit about the finer points of it and uh, general points of it as well. Uh, maybe even a little bit. I know you're doing a series and uh, doing the series of, uh, of grace. So speak about that. I'm just going to turn the mic over to you and share that a little bit with us. Sure. Let me let me start by giving another tip of the hat to uh, the South African pastor that I heard uh, deliver this mm -hmm. to begin with. His name's Trevor Hudson. Mm -hmm. Man loves God and uh, just a swell man, humble and so wise in his experience. And he delivered this and then... Um, really gave us permission to take it and, mm -hmm. and and run it through our own lives with the Holy Spirit and and uh, share it. And so that's what I've been doing. I did this uh, back home. Actually, it was my concluding series that I did oh, was at it? Uh, Salisbury oh. yeah, back in November. Wow. And um, it, it it's this cycle of grace. Um, and grace is not natural to us. Mm -mm. You know, we're we're driven generally without even realizing it, by an old fallen nature that we inherited. It's our default. Mm -hmm. And and it is it is wired contrary to grace. It's offended by grace. 
because it's all about earning and making its own way and elevating itself. That's not how it works in the kingdom of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Kingdom of Jesus is based on grace, and and it starts with God's declaration about who we are in His eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the very beginning, we were created in His image, and even after the fall, the shreds of that image remained. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still in all of humanity. You see, you see evidence of it. You know, when there'll be a natural catastrophe or something of great significance happen, and you know how I always see that groundswell of care and concern mm-hmm. and love, and, you know, our politicians yes. gather on the right. Congress steps right. and sing God Bless America. Mm-hmm. Well, that's evidence of the shred mm-hmm. of the image of God. The only problem is the flesh can't maintain that. Right. We go back to that, tend me, feed me, I matter most. We want to be God's in our own little kingdoms. And so this message was really about just getting us started and, um, and providing that, that foundation of us to set on that says, I am aware of God's view of me. Mm. And that's enough. Right. God loves me. God takes pleasure in me even before I've produced a single thing to be worthy. Mm-hmm. I'm already accepted. Mm-hmm. And the security that that brings. Oh, my goodness. Amen. Because when it's works, you never know if you've done enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know if they're the right works. Mm-hmm. You're always guessing. But we don't base our relationship on what we do for him. Our relationship is based on his declaration that we matter. Yes. Because we are his. Yes. I, I love the fact that you brought forth the uh, scriptures of talking and pertaining to the, my beloved mm. and how, uh, speaking of Jesus, his son, and and how pleased. And some of the, I, I was taking notes during the message and, and, you, and you mentioned God takes pleasure in us. And it, the, the thing that, that uh, many of us get messed up in our minds and you mentioned reference to this as well is that we reference it to maybe our earthly fathers and the way that we were raised mm-hmm. maybe we'll reference it to a mentor and how we really trusted their wisdom and and then all of a sudden they failed and that pedestal you know comes trembling tumbling down they come away and and yet god the father who is consistent and faithful says i accept you i i am pleased in you how is it that when what is can you kind of make some reference to um some of the ways that our inner mind can um reference the good thought of grace as we step into our day sometimes we step out of our our bed and we stub our toe, so to speak, on insecurities and failures. We look in the mirror. We, I mean, anything like that. Can you reference a little bit of some of the things that you found through ministry and through even your own self? Sure. Paul talks about um, uh, in Romans 12, uh, 1 and 2, you know, he, he finally gets to that point where he shifts out of 11 chapters of deep theology. Mm-hmm. 
and he drops the therefore, you know, <laughs> uh, present your bodies, a living sacrifice. <laughs> Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's it. We have to acknowledge, and, and we should acknowledge right out, out of the gate, this isn't natural for us right. to, to lean into God's grace, to stand in his acceptance. Mm-hmm. It takes a renewing of our mind. And one of the primary reasons that I concluded the message like I did was, those were all God's words, yep. not my words. Yep. God's words describing what he has done for us so that he can can make those pronouncements upon us that we are beloved. It's in Jesus that we are beloved. It is in Jesus that we are holy. It is in Jesus that we are called and chosen and adopted and redeemed. It's still not about me. It's and, and so the renewing of the mind process is when we begin to meditate upon and saturate our minds in his word and just like I did this morning, just to go through, this, this is just one example mm-hmm. of even before I let my feet hit the bed, you know, and literally I've taken to doing this uh, as saying, hey, fellas, as in Father, Son, and Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, mm-hmm. not disrespectful, right. but just acknowledging that I have been, through my faith in Jesus, invited into the beautiful intimate fellowship that they enjoy and have from all of eternity. Hey, fellas. And then just start running my mind through yeah. scriptures. Yep. Maybe it's maybe it's the 23rd Psalm. Mm. Uh, Dallas Willard, who I've been studying a lot lately, talks about how that's, that's basic primer for kingdom living. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know, the idea there is, man, if if, if the Lord is my shepherd, I got everything I need, right. you know? Exactly. I, I'm, I'm situated in his grace. I'm fully accepted. I, I got it made here. Mm-hmm. Now, there are going to be a lot of circumstances that I'm going to encounter through the day that try to rob me of that reality. Right. Right. But if I've started my day with that laser focus on who he is, what he's done for me, and his view of me... Mm-hmm. Well, it just makes all the difference in the world because all of a sudden I start, I start shifting, shifting the weight of opinion from the world or my own or the adversary. And all of a sudden I start shifting the weight of opinion to his. Yes. And I begin interpreting those circumstances saying, well, this isn't so fun or this doesn't seem real good or this is very, very difficult. But if my heavenly father... And his son and his Holy Spirit are choosing in their divine providence to allow this to come into my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's got me. Yeah. Because I rest on the reality of his love and his pleasure in me and whatever he wants to allow unfold in my life. Okay, he's got a plan. Amen. Bring it on. Now, yeah. I can bring discipline into my life if I'm mm-hmm. disobedient. That's a whole different deal. Right. The right. discipline of God is yikes, man. Mm-hmm. It's tough stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about stuff that comes as a result of consequences of my own sin. Right. That's a whole other matter. I'm just talking about the, the, the trials that come, that God has allowed to come into my life, that, that I didn't do anything to prompt or mm-hmm. create. Mm-hmm. But they're coming to me, and I'm able, because I know I, I'm standing in that grace, 
that he's got a plan for this. Yeah. Do I understand it? Do I see it? Am I necessarily always enjoying it? No, but I trust him. Amen. Because I know he loves me. And I know he takes great pleasure in me because of my being, because of his image that resides in me, not because of any resume of my accomplishments or what I've amassed or any of that. That's right. It's about him. That's right. Amen. So that start of the day and that beginning and that that renewal of of, of our mind and that memory of understanding and, as you say, through scriptures. So in memorizing scriptures... We can put it right before us. That's what it's a blessed thing about that in memorization. As we put the good stuff in, the good stuff's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Now, and many years ago, um, you know, we re- reference our, our minds as memory banks, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, many, many years ago, this was referenced to me and he, as a young man, and I remembered it throughout my life. And that was it's just like a, a bank deposit. Or something that you're going to put in, like our even our body. You put the crap in, you're going to get the crap out. Yeah. You, you put in stuff, you, you don't put in the good things into um, the bank. Then you go and, and you try to withdraw uh, the money that you need. You never put it in. Well, my intention was to put it in. Thought about or, it. Yeah, I thought about it. Or I should have done that or whatever. But then we go and we're like, oh, I, I got to pull out you know, $500 for this payment or whatever, and it's not there. Yeah. Our minds then are so important. It's the most important thing that we put in the good things. And it's starting with Scripture, the reminders of God's grace and these, these fantastic promises through Jesus Christ. And we put those things in, affirmation from the Father. And then we put a little bit of reminders maybe as we, as we look in the mirror. Now, now we've gotten out of bed. We've reminded ourselves through Scripture, maybe just opening up our, our Bible if we've not memorized Scripture, uh, using different um, reference points, you know, a devotion, a favorite devotion. Oswald Chambers is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an there's a, uh, iPhone app or a, a phone app that uh, is called uh, Jesus Calling. Mm-hmm. And it's a very short thing, and it's got three or four pertinent scriptures that just enforce. And it's a daily app. You can go into that. Um, and then as you as you step out of bed and, and, and get going, and you look, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Are you sure that, that's, that I'm a beloved? And you get to say, and you, sometimes you got to force through that, uh, that's, that crud, but you say, you are a child of God. Mm-hmm. God loves you. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, and I know it's silly at times when we think about that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, I, I've heard that in self-help books, and I've heard that, you know, you're a winner. And, well, you are through the grace of God uh, as you move forward. But this is much more than just self-help. This is God reminding you who he created, mm-hmm. a blessed, wonderful creature that is uh, one that can glorify his his works and or his works but his his uh his kingdom's works i guess and, and his um relationship in us and his oh the blessings that we have um, the difference between the uh you know the the, the self-help concepts yes they would have they would have looked at the life of jesus and determined him to be a colossal failure mm-hmm. <laughs> He yes. was uh, he was he was murdered by those who opposed him. Yeah. 
his disciples all scattered and were hidden behind locked doors. Mm -hmm. I mean, even after the resurrection, there were only 120 that gathered in the upper room, and he'd been at work for three years. Man, a lot of American churches smoke that in three mm -hmm. years. They would have looked at Jesus and said, man, there's, there's just different values about the kingdom. Yeah. And, 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 and the circumstances that our world would... Um, look at and say, oh, there's the win. Mm -hmm. The kingdom would look at and say, no, you, you don't understand. Right. You, you know, and so it's, it's just different mm -hmm. worlds and value systems completely when we, when we measure those two things out. Oh, that's true. Yeah, even back in biblical times, they were saying, you know, we're waiting for our Savior, right? Mm -hmm. The victor, the conqueror. Yeah. And then he comes as a... Right as before a, the ascension, they said, now will you restore the kingdom to uh, Israel? Right. They still didn't quite understand. Right there, you know? right? I mean, yeah. they were getting it, but they weren't getting it. Yeah. And, uh, in that connection. As far as some of the practical things that we started yeah. down that road, yeah. we're actually going to address that on Sunday. Oh, good. Because what we started with here, here's a, an infusion of grace from without. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen next week is we begin to then, the, the attention shifts, that we begin to sustain that relationship uh, that the Father began. Yes. And that's where the whole concept of spiritual disciplines come in. Things yep. that we can do that enable us to do things that we couldn't do otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so just like you said, uh, how do I, I, I can't maintain this all week long. Just uh, case in point. We recognize that from Sunday to Wednesday, man, vision can leak. We mm -hmm. can lose track of what mm -hmm. it was that we heard, and, and we aren't getting that applied. Well, the practice, regular practice of spiritual disciplines just practiced to get us positioned mm -hmm. to be with Him yep. all the time. That's great. Seven days a week. But it's a learned behavior. You know, mm -hmm. it's... it's, it's uh, it's a capacity to develop an intimacy with Jesus. Right. And and that spiritual formation takes time. Oh, it does. Yeah, it takes uh, time. And that's great. I, I appreciate um, you bringing us back or, or bringing us a little bit of a touch base uh, to what's to come uh, this coming Sunday. And, um, uh, and I did almost get the cart before the horse there, didn't I? But I wanted to um, read in this in my worship Bible that I've got. I picked this up uh, many, many years ago, and it's one that that I, I reference so often. And inside these pages, they have put these um, many different uh, scriptures that they've referenced off of, but it, it's called My Beloved. Mm -hmm. And it's where God is speaking into you. And I wanted to read this one that was wrapped inside of Ephesians. Mm -hmm. And it goes like this. My Beloved, because of my great love for you and in the richness of my mercy, I made you alive with Christ, even when you were dead in sin. I saved you and called you to live a holy life. I did this not because of anything you have done, but because of my own purpose and grace. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourself or by your works. It is simply my gift to you. You could never buy or earn this gift. Jesus paid the full price. By his blood, you are now justified. Never think that your observance of my laws will save you. As you keep them, 
They will have their own measure of reward, but they will not save you. It is only my grace that makes you whole. No amount of good works will save you. Rather, you have been created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which I prepared in advance for you to do. The fact is that you have been crucified with Christ and you no longer live, but Christ lives in you. The life you live in the body, you must live by faith in my Son, who loved you and gave himself for you. Therefore, count yourself dead to sin, but alive in Christ Jesus, and live a life worthy of the calling you have received. That is... That is beautiful words for us to hear, referenced off of Scripture. Mm -hmm. It also gives us a little bit of a whole highlight to the whole cycle of grace yeah. that you'll be speaking on about these in this series. Yeah. But I wanted to emphasize through that as we talked about that. It's not by our works. Man, in this everyday living, we it's hard because of that default. We want to go there because what? Our works gets us money. Our works does this, does that. It, 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 there's a result from our works. And God says, wait a minute. I love you in this lavishing of this grace. It's, it's beyond our comprehension, but we get to receive it. Yeah. We get to accept it. Well, the Old Testament, you know, the Mosaic Law was a complex series of do's and don'ts. The whole purpose of that giving was to demonstrate to God's people, you can't mm. keep the laws. Mm. You will violate the rules. You can't measure up right. on your own. Right. But oh, the flesh likes a checklist. It likes to just be able to check off the list. He, he doesn't invite us to a checklist anymore. No. He invites us into a relationship. Amen. You know? Amen. We just think about marriage. What would it be like if if we just had a, a, a checklist? And, and unfortunately, there are probably some relationships of marriage that are like this. That, mm -hmm. Well, I've, I've earned a paycheck for you this week. I've mowed the grass. I've picked up my dirty socks. Now leave me be, will you? <laughs> you know? Right. I did what you wanted, what you said. Now... Yeehaw. Yeah. Who wants a marriage like that? Mm -mm. It's about an intimate relationship. Yep. And the Father invites us into that kind of relationship with Himself and His Son and His Spirit. Amen. It's how He designed it to work. Amen. Beautifully designed, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, the big part of, as we kind of wrap this up, one of the big parts of all that we're talking about today is, and I wrote this down also from thinking about how the songs on this on Sunday pertain to your message and how the Holy Spirit just worked on both of us to bring that together. Who I am, right? And then the question is, who am I? And 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 bringing that forth with so many different ways to emphasize that uh, Bailey sang a song on on Sunday that was uh, "You Say mm -hmm. I Am," <laughs> and that is what needs to reverberate in our ears and in our heart, mm -hmm. not the opinions of others. Uh, we also sang a song, "Hello, My Name Is," and it talks about. All the things that at the beginning of the song it talks about the the some of the words that 
that we hear that are not relevant or should not be relevant, but that are uh, maybe uh, attacking us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it goes into the chorus, Hello, my name is child of the one true king. Um, that fight against that internal voice. Um, I'm going to make reference to this gal one more time. I don't know how many times I've made reference to her um, in these podcasts, but I tell you, it has been relevant upon relevant uh, every time because of how God is using her. Now, Scott, you might have not heard of of this name yet. Um, I'm going to be telling you a little bit more about that kind of privately aside from this. But her name is Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she is a, um, a Christian psychologist or Christian, um, I don't know her actual title and what she does it, but she, um, folks that are listening, I want you to take an opportunity and watch a YouTube clip, and maybe if it's just one, um, that she's got many out there that Dr. Caroline Leaf, where she helps you detox the brain, and it's all related on the scriptures, through what the Holy Spirit does in you, Hmm. through Jesus Christ. This is such an invigorating um, ministry that she is doing. She has changed the lives um, of so many out there, and now the, the gift of this ministry is now then being... And this is... such a related topic when it comes to reminding ourselves who we are and swatting that uh, crazy uh, buzzing uh, fly that wants to get in there and and lay its eggs so to speak and just create nonsense and toxicity and just stuff but God wants to we've got to do some things to work on ourselves just like you said that's some of the things that we're going to be doing is we're talking in the next Sundays to come, especially this next Sunday. And uh, please come and immerse yourself at, at Crossroads to hear this uh, message that's coming. But to accept great grace, to accept the fact that, yes, we are not perfect, but to accept the fact that we are more than what others say because of Jesus Christ and um as we kind of wrap this up, you want to say a few more things at all about um, this last week's message and then maybe coming this into this next week's net message. And, and as you wrap that up, could you pray for us then as we do that? And sure. then I'll just kind of wrap up our podcast. Yeah. Well, this really holds potential to um, get us off of this cycle of performance. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hardwired for that. Yeah. Uh, the adversary began to mess with uh, with our identity uh, right out of the gate in the garden. Yes, he did. You know, he, yep. he challenged uh, Adam and Eve on their concept of God. Yeah. You know, challenged God's word, then challenged God's character. And when they didn't hold tight to those things, you know, they lost themselves. Mm-hmm. They began hiding from each other, began hiding from God. And we're in process of, uh, or better said, God's in process of getting his family back. Right. And uh, part of that process is the restoration of his image in individual believers 
through the completed work of Jesus as he invites us to be with him so that we may be like him. Mm-hmm. And we're settling for far less than that. We've, we've been willing to accept a gospel that says, this is how I can avoid hell and get to heaven when I die. Mm. And as a result, it shifts all of our attention to what's coming later and we miss his expectation or his intention to bring transformation in the here and now. And so we remain largely unchanged. We settle for an attempt, our best attempt, to keep the rules that are shifty. You never know. It depends on which group you're in as to what the rules are. Right. You know, and all it, it, it just disillusions people to the whole concept of Christianity mm-hmm. when it ought to be just about mm-hmm. a relationship with Jesus that He has provided for us. Mm. We can be with Him, we can and should be like Him. Yes. Increasingly so. Yeah. Next week, we'll talk about our response to that infusion of grace into our lives and some very natural, built-in longings that we're not recognizing. Mm -hmm. And as a result, we miss the chance to respond to those longings Mm -hmm. to develop that intimacy with Him. Oh, that's great. That's where we're headed. That's great. Oh, that's all right. Really looking forward to this whole series. And thank you again for uh, being with us throughout these times where where Eddie is gone and yeah. and um, giving him a chance of renewal and uh, and folks continue to pray for our pastor as he's he's doing just that he is uh, uh, granted this time of uh, refreshment and, um, and good stuff and if you didn't hear all of the explanation that's going to be um, on the recording uh, from this last Sunday February third and um, Scott did a great job of explaining that. Uh, to help all of us to understand what, why we wanted Eddie to have some time off and to, to refresh himself and renew. So, Well, Scott, can you have a word of prayer for us? Brother? Absolutely. Let's pray. Thank you. <clears throat> Father, you tell us in your word, and it is a delightful truth that in you we live and move and have our being. We are never any place but what you are there waiting to engage with us, waiting to instruct us and guide us through whatever it is, giving us opportunity to know you and to enjoy you, and as a result, to effectively serve you. Mm -hmm. Lord, but all of that comes because you have initiated that relationship. You have done everything that needs to be done in order for us to be reconciled to you. The sin that separates and kills that that has been defeated if we'll just entrust ourselves to Jesus. Yes. Lord, thank you for the privilege to, uh, to communicate your truth. Mm-hmm. Lord, we do pray for Eddie and Diane um, while they are uh, away. And we'll be for a few weeks, Lord. Uh, help us to do our part to, uh, to protect that... Uh, that yes. time, yes. Um, Lord, to let them just do those things that feed them and refuel them and, mm-hmm. and allow them to rest and rejuvenate. And I know you'll meet them there, Lord. And 
just help them to see things that they need to see um, about their relationships with you, mm-hmm. about the relationship with each other, about the relationship to what you're doing uh, in your kingdom today. Mm-hmm. And we're just grateful for, uh, for the opportunity to be able to uh, bless them. Yes. So thanks, Lord, for those who are joining Steve and I uh, here today. God, just uh, guard what you planted in them on this past Sunday. Just uh, keep the adversary from snatching that seed away. And Lord, we ask you to ensure that it will bear much fruit for your glory. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, brother, that wraps up our podcast. Thank you for being with me today. And it's been a pleasure. I've known you for a long time, and it's great to be able to to chit-chat like this yeah. across the mic and to share the good news of Jesus Christ together. Amen. Thank you, and I'll be looking forward to to uh, hopefully uh, getting more of these podcasts as, as we wrap up the cycle of grace. And that's the intent, of course, folks. And um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Scott lives over in Charleston, Illinois area. So his jaunt over this way is a little bit of a haul. Um, and so uh, being able to do these podcasts is a little extra. So please just continue to get the word out. Let them know that uh, this is a great way to plug back into a great message that God has brought to us. Well, Scott, that's it. We're going to sign off. Folks, we'll see you next week. Uh, Tune in again. God bless you, Scott. Thank you. And God bless you, folks. We'll see you. Thank you.